Hello, everybody, and welcome back into Talk Off. It is March 3rd. It's a Friday. TGIF. Thank the Lord. Almost there to the weekend, and we're into March. You know what that means? We are in the same month as opening day. We're less than a month and away. We're like we're 20, so excited. 28 days away. It's 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 a phenomenal feeling to be this close to the opening day to the season. Today, Chris, we're going to get into some World Baseball Classic stuff, picks and VR. preview for VR. the World Baseball Classic. We're going to go through every all the pools, pick our winners, our runner-ups and go on from there. But before we get to that, there's something that I told Jake post episode last on Tuesday mm-hmm. that I had to bring up. Okay. Today. Okay. I think it's important that the people that listen to this show know that every single time we end an episode, as soon as we end it, Chris sprints to the bathroom. Yeah, I drink. And a when lot I of say water. sprint, I mean he jumps out of his chair <laughs> like someone's about to attack him and sprints to the bathroom. Yeah. I, I, we only I, record I for an a, hour. I take a piss after every episode. We only record for an hour. Yeah, and it's like it's it's not like something I can hold in either. It's like it's pretty urgent. It's a pretty just pressing a thing at the moment. You're a pee guy, and I didn't know that about you, but I guess you're a pee guy. Yeah, I like to drink a lot of water when I'm podcasting, especially today because I have um, I'm like pretty nasally today. I'm getting over a cold, flu game. So yeah, this is this is a flu game for me. Like no big deal, but um, please excuse me sounding like uh, a piece of shit today. So I will be drinking a lot of water, which means I might have to take a mid epi piss. Oh God! Then you must—you're gonna have to really sprint. I can only hold it down for so long. Mm. No, we'll figure it out. We're gonna figure it out. Um, oh, okay. The thing is, with like, you know, when you have like a or when you had a sore throat and you're just recovering from it, it's like you have to drink a lot of water to be able to talk. Of course, yeah. That's that's where I'm at right now. Mm, I so, so I mean, I'm I'm the odds are against me right now, but I'm gonna I'm gonna overcome. I, I like adversity, so let's let's power through this episode. Well, I mean, it's like it's like Michael Jordan does. Like, is there is there a difference? Uh, yes and no at the same time. Like this is your flu game, hundred percent. I'm I'm probably a way better podcaster than he is. I think that's fair. He'd probably be a shitty podcaster. He's not like he wasn't Michael a very Jordan's entertaining like, personality when I was watching that uh, documentary, The Last Dance. He's no, not that entertaining like not. person to hear talk. He's not. Well, he wasn't. He was never a personality when he was a player. He was. He was a shut up and dribble guy. He just wanted to. Fucking Whoa, play basketball. dude! Just Whoa. it's a fact. Watch yourself with that phrase, my man. It's a fact. He even you, said that'll, it. That'll get you. That'll get you in some hot water. Oh, relax. <laughs> I'm just saying he is not a vocal person, and I feel like his personality probably sucks dick unless he's on a golf course. Yeah, he's a good, damn good golfer. Um, Zach, the Chris. first game of the World Baseball Classic: Japan versus China, five a.m. Thursday, March 9th, our ninth. Are we getting up to watch Otani? 
Okay. I don't mean to correct you, mm. but that is just not the first game. For Japan. Oh, the first game for Japan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I meant. Yeah. Are we getting um, up to watch Otani sling it and swing it? See what I did there? We might have to. Is he pitching I might, and I, hitting? I might have to. Yeah, he is, he is going to pitch and hit. They're going to have him as their one and you Darvish as their two. And yeah, Japan's rotation is going to be gross. If you have Otani and you Darvish in the same, the same rotation in anything, you're obviously going to be good. And Japan's been good in every single World Baseball Classic. They're always the team to beat outside the U.S. Between the U.S., Japan, and the DR, those are the three teams to beat pretty much every single year we have this. So Japan's – yeah, Otani's going to lead them to another probably championship. There's a lot of teams that I like. There's I was looking at a lot of the betting lines earlier today, and uh, – there's some there's some good bets, Zach, with some good value that I want to throw out there. Japan plus three hundred, obviously we're talking about them. Team Venezuela plus nine hundred. Team Cuba plus thirty five hundred. Cuba Cuba is going to struggle. They're, they 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 lost a lot of talent. Honestly, they lack a lot of talent on this roster compared to rosters they've had in the past, but. They're, I mean, they're a team well, that's a they, dark they, horse. They're in a, they're in a weak pool A that they could come out of. Anyone they, out of pool A could come out. They lost Jordan and Jose Abreu, so that's where the odds dipped. Exactly. And you know, uh, and you say Venezuela. Venezuela has one of the most talented rosters that has been put out this year. They've obviously, for the past couple World Baseball Classics, have been that team that's been very disappointing. They always have a good roster, but they don't really finish well. Mm-hmm. If they can if they can string it together and these guys can play together, they are definitely one of the most talented teams that are going to be playing and they can easily go out there and win it all. I'm obviously looking I'll re- I'm looking forward to watching Team USA play, but like dude, like we were talking pregame Pool D with uh, the Dominican and Puerto Rico, even though Puerto Rico isn't as good as we thought they could be, and Team Venezuela, like Pool D is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, Pool D is going to be incredible. And it's someone's going to get snubbed, either Puerto Rico, Dominican, or Venezuela. Someone's not going to get out of this pool because we know two teams from every pool advance. And one of these teams is not going to be in in there, and I think it's going to be Puerto Rico. You know, Carlos Correa is not playing for them this year, so they lose him. That's a big loss. And I think the Dominican and Venezuela are just more sound rosters. They have better pitching. They have better lineups. It's just flat out on paper. That's just how it's going to work. Obviously, we know baseball is a tricky sport. Anyone could go out there and, and do anything. Israel could come out of this pool for all we know. But most likely, we're going to see the Dominican and Venezuela come out of here Puerto Rico has a chance, but losing Carlos Correa is huge. All right, so let's start with Pool D. Let's go back down the list. Who do you who, who are you taking for Pool D to make it out? All right, so yeah, my winner from Pool D, my flat out winner is going to be the Dominican. I think this roster is just absolutely too sound. 
it's it's too overall just so well put together for them not to be good in this tournament. Mm-hmm. Bullpens are going to be very big in this, like we say they are in playoffs in the MLB. Bullpens are going to be very important. The Dominican has probably the best bullpen out there. They Their lineup can hit with anyone out there. I'm taking them to win Pool D and runner-up right behind them. I do have Team Venezuela. I Again, I just think their roster is just too stacked not to put them there. If they can string it together, they could even win this win this pool, but I think they're going to be right behind the Dominican because they'll probably lose to them in pool play. So I'm going to take them as the runner-up in pool D. What about you? I'm going with the same picks as you. I mean, I think it's it, this This is a really competitive pool, but I think the majority of people are going to be picking the, the Dominican-Venezuela to come out of this pool. Puerto Rico was an attractive pick for me, but obviously with the loss of Carlos Correa, that's kind of a, a glaring uh, star power that, they, that they, they won't have in that lineup moving forward. I just think the, the, the Dominican and Venezuelan team are just too good in this pool to not make it out, and I think they're going to make some noise throughout the remainder of the tournament as well. I agree with you. And moving on to Pool C... Pool C is where we get interesting. We get our team, you know, the United States of America. Obviously, one of the most talented teams out there, filled with major league players, all major league players. I am taking them to win this pool for the sole reason that their roster is just, oh my, their, their outfield is phenomenal with Trout and Betts and Tucker. The infield is great around the horn. We've talked about it, though. They're going to struggle with the starting rotation. They lose Clayton Kershaw. They lose Nestor Cortez. Kyle Freeland is who came in. I forgot who else came in. But they they got two guys to fill those roles. Obviously, you're not having Kershaw and Nestor there anymore, and that's yep. going to be a huge hurt for Team USA. I do think their lineup can still keep them in games, which is what they're going to have to rely on because I do think they're going to have to win games with high scores, getting guys on base, and scoring runs. We know they can hit with the best of them. The question is, can they pitch with the best of them? And that's where they're going to struggle. I do still think they'll win this pool. Right behind them in their runner-up, I have Team Mexico. I think Team Mexico is very well put together. They have tons of major league talent on that team. And looking at the other teams in this pool, I think Canada could possibly be that runner-up. They lose Nick Pavetta, so that's an, a major league arm that they're losing in their rotation, which I do think is going to hurt them. But any team with Freddie Freeman on it is going to have a chance because that guy can carry a team. But I have Team Mexico being the runner-up with – all the names that they have on Team Mexico, I think they'll definitely get it done. Randy Rosarena, Alex Verdugo, guys like that. So U.S. and Mexico coming out of Pool C for me. Yeah, I would agree with that as well. You look at the the pitching rotation for Mexico: Urez, Walker, you know, Adrian Martinez, Luis Sessa. Like these are these are guys who are proven major league starters urias obviously a a stud with the dodgers it's just like man like the top end of pool c is very top heavy and i think like teams like canada and great britain are going to find a a really tough road uh to get out of this and out of group out of pool play excuse me 
But then you obviously look at the outfield. And you look at some of these big bats for Mexico. A Rosarina. Verdugo. It's like it's, it's going to be very, very hard for teams to, to go out and compete against the Mexicos and the, the U.S.'s in a pool where Canada doesn't have a lot of star power and they don't have a lot of pop. Great Britain is the same way. So I think, honestly, and even with the United States not having a lot of star pitchers, they're going to rely a lot on Brady Singer, uh, Kyle Freeland, Kendall Graveman, and they're going to rely on some older guys too, Lance Lynn, uh, Wayno, Devin Williams. So it's, I don't love, and it, and it pains me to say this, I don't love Team USA as an outright winner of this tournament. Obviously, I'm going to be rooting for them. But I'm going to take U.S. and Mexico to advance out of the pool stage. Yep, I couldn't agree with you more. They're just gonna they're gonna struggle too much in the in the pitching. But other than that, this team is one of the best out there. Moving on to Pool B, and Pool B, we just we just talked about it before, and it's all Team Japan. It's all Team Japan. This team is probably the scariest team when it comes to the World Baseball Classic. They are there every single year. They have the most wins. Obviously, U.S. coming off the win in 2017. Team Japan is probably going to go out there and look for revenge. I think Team Japan probably should have the best odds to win this tournament outside of maybe them and the Dominican are close. But Team Japan, the pitching that they have with Shohei Otani and Yu Darvish and the pitchers that they breed in Japan – coming out there with the splitters that a lot of these guys haven't seen before because pitching in Japan is just very different than it is here. They are a lot more crafty than they are powerful. And that's that can trick a lot of guys up. And I think the splitters that we're going to see from some of these Japanese pitchers are going to be incredible. Japan, I think, is 100% coming out of this pool. They might not lose a game in this pool. The tricky part for me was picking a runner-up in this pool because it, it is so weak. South Korea, Australia, yes, China, and the, and the Czech that. Republic. It, it, it's so weak that I really don't know who is going to come out. I really think anybody could. But if I have to pick, I'm going to have to go with South Korea for the sole purpose that I have no faith in Australia, China, just I have no faith in China either. And the Czech Republic, I don't really think, has ever even been to the World Baseball Classic. This is their debut in the World Baseball Classic. They were the runner-up yeah, in the qualifier this year. Their odds are plus 50,000 to win the tournament. Yeah, they are probably the worst team in the tournament. So I'm going to have to go with South Korea. What I, what I found interesting about Korea, do you want, do you want to know who plays, who plays for Korea? Someone random? For Korea. Tommy Edmond, the St. Louis oh, Cardinals, uh, plays for Korea. I oh, his I, I mother, did know that. I didn't. His, his mother, mother apparently yeah. is yeah is Korean, and I, I think it's hilarious. Also, that. yeah, that and another one. It was um, Lars Nootbaar, for also from the Cardinals, plays for Team Japan. His mother is Japanese. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I am picking. I'm picking Korea for, as the runner-up in Pool B. It's going to be tough for honestly everyone, anyone to come out of Pool B. They're going to have to play Japan, and every other team is really weak in the in this pool. So I think yeah, Korea I is mean, probably the the best team 
of the bunch. You'd be a fool to not pick Japan to make it out of this, but I'm going to go with the hot take here. I'm taking Australia at plus 13,000 for the tournament. So not great odds to win the tournament. I just need them get I just need them to get out of pool B. I'm taking them to get out of pool B. Cuz you know why? Cuz we're going to put some fucking shrimp on the barbie, mate. That's what we're going to do. And we're going to fucking That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Australia is coming out of this pool and they're going to they're going to not make noise in the group stage, but I don't need them to. I should make them out. Hey, someone's got to come out of that pool. Someone's got to be the runner up. Someone's got to do it. It someone. It's not going to be me, but it could be Australia. It very well could be Australia. You never know in tournaments like these. You get if you get a week of just hot baseball, you're making it. You're making that's, it to I that mean, least the quarterfinal. You, you play like what? You play round robin style here for the pool. So I mean, you play, all it takes is- every yeah, every team plays plays everyone in their pool, and then the two winners go on. All it takes is one good week of baseball, and you're that's out it. Of the pool you know, the Phillies weren't supposed to win in the playoffs either. Look no, how that happened. Nope. So, know, it, it, we'll, we'll see what happens, but I'm taking Australia to make it out of Pool B. All right, so moving on to Pool A. And Pool A is really up for grabs. There are some solid teams here. There's not a lot of, you know, big power in this pool, but there are good teams. Taiwan the Netherlands, Cuba, Italy, and Panama. Panama is a very young team. I don't think they're there yet. This is a tough pool. I, I, it really is because a lot of these teams are quite even. I'm going to have to go and take the Netherlands to come out of this pool, though. You have a lot of MLB talent with the Netherlands, obviously with their star player in their shortstop, Xander Bogarts, but you still have Kenley Jansen, guys like Jonathan Scope. Andrelton Simmons, Jerks, and Profar. These are all guys playing for the Netherlands. Solid major league players. And with the headliner like Xander Bogarts at short, this team is definitely going to hit. The Netherlands also has been top four in the last two World Baseball Classics. I like the Netherlands. They've played together before a lot of them. I like their chances to come out of Pool A. The runner-up was really hard because Cuba, Panama, and Italy, I think all have a very solid chance. I'm ha- going to have to go with the wild card though in Italy. Italy, you know, See, Italy had some guys, just, dude. Italy's got Nimmo. some guys. They just lost. Nimmo. I know they, they did just lose Nemo, but they have guys, David Fletcher, Nicky Lopez, Vinny Pascantino, two players that Vinny played together in, Matt in Kansas city. Dude, Vinny Pascantino, is a is one of the best hitters pop. in major in major pop. league baseball. If you look at like statistic wise, you'll look at at like top tens and just randomly it'll be the same names, you know, Trout and Otani, Judge, and then just randomly it'll be Vinny Pascantino. The guy's a great hitter. Team Italy, they eat a lot of pizza. You know, their manager's Mike Piazza. They're going to have something up their sleeve. I like Italy. They're going to be my runner-up in Pool A. Mike Pizza is going to lead them out of Pool A. All right. Mike, uh, Mike Abitz. <clears throat> I'm going to take Mike Pizza as well to, to lead team, team Italy out of Pool A, but I'm going with another 
not really a hot take here, but I'm going Chinese Taipei to to get out of Pool A. So this this is this is a team that uh, I think is kind of overlooked by a lot of people, just because Nether- I think the, the Netherlands are the odds-on favorite to win this pool. Is that right? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. So uh, Taiwan's got a, a lot of a lot of good uh, players. Obviously, a lot of Chinese professional baseball league players on their team, pretty much exclusively. Now that I'm looking at their roster, yeah, there's no major league talent besides Yu uh, Chang. Yes. Yes, there's one Giants minor leaguer on the team. Um so yeah, I I'm gonna I you know what I'm falling in love with the odds and I'm taking them to make it out of pool A. I don't I don't blame you. You can you are allowed to make your own decisions. You're a big man and you're allowed to take Chinese Taipei. Do you Which know why do they call what is Chinese Taipei? Uh it's the Republic of China. Taiwan. No, the Republic of China is China. The Republic of China, Taiwan, that's Chinese Taipei. But why is it Taiwan and Chinese Taipei? Why do they have two names? Taiwan is like a... um, Jake, you're smart. Apparently not about this. It's it's essentially... I'm pretty sure it's essentially a country within East Asia that... um, is inside China, if I'm correct, and it's technically a republic of China, but it's that's why they call it Chinese Taipei. I mean, whatever you say, I ha- I I have no clue. I, I I'm I'm confused now. I've always kind of just gone along with it when stuff says Chinese Taipei. I haven't really thought about it. So you taken outright. So I had a, a lot of trouble with this and a lot of like I went back and forth for so long because I love Team Japan. I love the Dominican. I love Venezuela. And obviously I want U.S. to win. But I think we should when just I say thought we're rooting of, for when the I, U.S. We're not like – Yes, I'm rooting for the U.S. But I can't take them as the winner because I really just don't no. think they're uh, – their pitching is strong enough to win. I, I just taking, don't. I'm taking Venezuela. Are you? Yeah. Plus, you, plus, yeah. plus 1,100. That's really good value. You are a value whore. Like you yeah. never just even – you never pick what you think. You just pick – oh, a value. Fuck value. I mean, I'll see you at the cashier's table. Me waving while I'm cashing my ticket. You Telling you Venezuela is not answer. Venezuela is not going to win. All right, someone gave you the crystal ball. Yes, they gave me the script. All right, so give me give me a winner then. Someone gave me the script, and at the end, it had one thing: Team Japan. Oh, it, it's 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 Team Japan. It, it, you can call me basic, go ahead, but they're the best team out there. Shohei Otani is probably going to have seventy five home runs in the tournament because he's the best player ever, and it's annoying as fuck. But it, I don't care. It's Team Japan. If they had won in twenty seventeen, I probably wouldn't pick them. But I'm picking them because they lost in twenty seventeen. Team Japan is probably going to win, and I'm going to be upset about it. I mean, I can't blame you for the pick. They're probably the best team. I know it's a basic pick. It is. It's a very basic pick. It's very basic. But 
It's just it's just what I think is going to happen. Well, the finals are like what? They're just one game. Where's the best of three? Yeah, yeah. No, it's one game. All right. So anything can happen. Venezuela to the fucking moon, baby. I think it's one game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's, it's one. one game. Yeah, it's one game. It's one game on uh, March 21st, seven o'clock. Got to get hot for two weeks, and you're golden. Yep. It's honestly yeah, a shame so, this isn't as big as the World Cup. I, I wish it was, but it's just not. I think it's like it's. I think it's as ags. Oh my god! I think it is as exciting, but that's just me because we're like we're baseball guys, mm-hmm. so. Obviously, it's as exciting for us, but I wish it had the same hype. You know what was interesting that I was reading about today, actually, is that, you know, there's pitch limits now in the World Baseball Classic. Oh, is there? Oh, well, it makes sense. So, you guys aren't allowed to just go throw a million innings. There are uh, pitch limitations. I'm pretty sure it's... I think it's 80, 80 pitches in pool play and then 90 or 95 in quarterfinal, semifinal, and championship. Mm-hmm. And you can't pitch back-to-back-to-back days. Which I understand they're trying, they're trying to, to – pre- Yeah, they're trying to protect guys' arms. We've seen people in the past go out in the World Baseball Classic, and it's honestly the saddest thing to see because this is something extra that they do. It's so exciting, and the last thing you want to do is see someone get injured during it. Also, I was forgetting that it's not MLB rules, so shifts are allowed, mm-hmm. and all the rules that they just nope. There's no pitch clock, so no bigger. It's going to be some long games. No bigger bag. So I was this watching, is really going to um, be this is going to be the last time we get to see it with it until those rules. I was Last time we get to see the, regular um, baseball. I was watching – well, no, until the next, next baseball classic. I'm sure they're not going to fix the – For another four years, yeah. Um, I was watching the Astros play the other day, and their new general ma- manager, Dana Brown, was talking about uh, how he's going to watch this uh, the World Baseball Classic with his eyes closed because he just doesn't want to see anyone get injured, which I don't blame him. I, I don't blame him either because it's it's – it's one of the saddest things. Like I don't understand how like you play in that and you're not scared. I would be terrified of getting injured cuz you can I mean you can risk your contract for a lot of these guys, for especially yeah. some of the guys who are you know especially the guys you know who are in the minor leagues who are playing. If they get injured, they could be forgotten, honestly, if it's a big mm-hmm. injury. Because some of these guys are not, you know, of them, they're not a, top prospects. But a lot of them, this is a risk they're probably willing to take. One, just from like the pl- the pride of playing for your country, and two, like if you are if you are a hero in this tournament, like you get baseball popularity pretty fast. That's true. That's very true. So it's, it's an exciting tournament, dude. I'm so excited. It starts on Tuesday uh, with the. Uh, pool A and Pool B. I think I'm going to get up to watch the game. Yeah, on Thursday? Uh, Yeah, Thursday. Yeah. Pool A and Pool B, which is in – it's in Taiwan, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think and then good. Pool C and Pool D will start on Saturday. That's phenomenal. U.S. 
We'll have the seven o'clock game every single day, which is amazing, and I love it. I'm so excited. If, T- if Team US wins, I will be happy to ha- be wrong about Team Japan. Very happy because if they, yeah, uh, it's gonna be so. It'll be so exciting. Yeah, I'm just you know I'm just looking forward to to watching baseball that players actually are in give a shit mode for for two weeks because now like spring training is great to watch and all but besides guys who are actually trying to make an active roster like it's it's really like kind of like a rollover for a lot of these guys like you're just going through motions at this rate spring training is it's fun for a couple days and then you realize that it's not the regular season and Mm -hmm. it's just annoying now i just want the regular season now no, and I agree. the World Baseball Classic is perfect because it's not the start of the season. It's playoff mode right away. It's perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Because right after this, we start the season up pretty much. And then we're right into it. And I can't wait. I can't wait for the World Baseball Classic. Holy fucking shit. Yeah, it should be a really good time. I'm looking forward to... To sitting on the couch, like I said, and watching some meaningful baseball and uh, hopefully making some money on Team Venezuela. Yeah. So, Chris, this weekend, there's actually there's some golf on, baby. There is some golf the, on this weekend. The Arnold Palmer, John Rahm with the lead after today, seven under. Tell us about your amazing golf bets. We know you're the guru. Yeah, so this week I took Rahm outright. Uh, Scotty Scheffler outright and Homa outright. I, I wouldn't normally take Homa outright in an event like this just because I almost knocked my mic over. Uh, just because I feel like uh, he, he's kind of due for a week of not like, I mean, Max is one of the hottest players in the in, in the world right now. So I wouldn't say like a, a week of mediocrity, but I mean, he can't win every week and he, he can't, you know, be kind of close to the lead every week. Uh, John Rahm can because he's the best player in the world, no doubt. Uh, but Max is playing the best in the world right now, but he's not the best player in the world. Um, so I love my Rom bet. I really like my Scotty bet. There's uh, is it Chris Kirk who's in second place right now solo? He's in he's in third. Okay. Um, trying to remember who it's, else I saw. Rom's in first. Uh. Kurt Kitayama, Chris Kirk, and Cam Young are all tied for second, and then Shoffley is in fifth. Spieth had a really good day today. Shot a sixty-eight, but he didn't really look like he had it like all day. Um, he just kind of looked like he was kind of scrambling to make par all day, and then kind of figured out ways to make birdie along the course, which was nice because whenever I see that out of Jordan, I always think it's kind of a encouraging time to start betting on him when he's making birdies and it doesn't feel like he should be making birdies. So that's just a kind of a, a heads up too. I don't know. Speeth speed kind of scares me. I don't know why I'm always scared to bet on him. And well, I it's feel because like I we know be he's confident. like, it's because him and Justin Thomas play a very similar style of golf in, in the sense that once they aren't playing well for a round, you can count them out for the rest of the tournament. They get they get in their own heads very easily. Yeah. Like JT had a tough day today. I would not count him to be top 10 this week. 
I feel like JT is one of the most he he is one of the most like emotional golfers. He really shows his emotions when he's playing. Like you can tell when people he's don't like him pissed for that. off. Yeah. Yeah. I love him for that because he looks like every other guy who gets on the golf course. It looks like me when I'm out there. Right. It just kind of pisses me off when he's when he starts yelling at fans and whatnot, but yeah. Um sometimes that, that sometimes, I understand. Sometimes like the fans deserve it. Um but there's definitely times where you have to be the bigger person being the professional on the field, but um, JT is just inconsistent right now. You know, he wins a major and then he looks like he can't really do too much months after it. So uh, I'll be counting. I'm, I'm, he's definitely always a guy to watch, but I don't know. I just didn't get good vibes from him watching him play today. Yeah. I, I'm really thinking about masters bets. Like I, I really don't even know. I don't even know where I'm going to go because there's just so many good guys that are going to be out there. I think I think this could be Rom's year. How am I? And then how are we supposed to think about live guys? And uh, I don't know, man. Because I don't pay attention to live. I don't know how people have. Been and I mean, no on one pays tour. attention to live. Their their ratings were bad on the CW, like really bad. Oh my god! Did you see the the things that were above them? It was the weirdest animals on earth or some shit that was mm-hmm. had better ratings and more viewers than live this year. Yeah. Yeah. Embarrassing. So it it remains to be, see how the live guys will play because I mean, the the thing is about live is they're not playing as often. And a lot of the reason why some of those guys signed on is for the flexibility of not having to live paycheck to paycheck on the PGA tour. But uh, you see, you see guys like Brooks who obviously, He's kind of a guy who, if he doesn't have to be playing golf, doesn't look like he's really going to be playing golf. Um, not to say that he doesn't practice, but I don't think he's putting in like, I don't think he's putting in Scotty Scheffler hours. I don't think he's putting in Rom hours. So it, it, it'll be really interesting to see what kind of form we see out of Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, guys, guys of that stature when they head back to Augusta in April. It's 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 definitely going to be very interesting because we we haven't seen him in a while and I'm excited for everybody to get back out there to Augusta. I can't wait for the hello friends. And I'm so glad and I'm, and I'm glad that uh, all four majors stepped up and allowed these guys to play in because at the end of the day, like they're not the obviously like the USGA is um, tied to the U.S. Open, the PGA of America with the P with the um, with the PGA Championship, the RNA with the open and Augusta national golf club with the masters. I'm glad that all four of those individual organizations made an effort to let these guys play. Cause it's just, you know, what's happening in the PGA tour affects solely the PGA tour only. It should not affect the majors. This, the, they should be mutually exclusive from each other because at the end of the day, if an amateur can qualify for the U S open and an amateur can qualify for the British open, why can't a live guy go through the same qualifications? It's true. So that's my two cents on it. I don't agree with live, but dude, I think that was your play. three cents. That was, that was good sense. Thanks, man. I need more water. Hold on one sec. This take kid it, is water. He's definitely going to pee while he's saying he's going to get water, but he's definitely going to pee. Oh, okay. Just kidding. He wanted to get water. No, I'm right here. I thought for sure you were going to go sneak pee. 
No, no, no. I'm getting water. I got water here. The voice is raspy, and it's we're fighting demons right now. Yikes. You know, actually, you know what I was thinking about today? What were you thinking about? How spring training is so funny because it's just so many overreactions about everything. And Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm freaking out about Ronnie Mauricio 7 Yeah, I was, that, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I was going to no, say, free, no, Ronnie Mauricio, out. like, I'm freaking out. And, and like, I think it's so funny when in spring training, people just go off. And then everybody's like, oh, watch out for this guy this year. Like, I, I looked the other day, Bobby Dahlbeck the other day, batting a 1,000 in spring training. I was like, what is happening? Yeah, you better stop hoping Bobby Dahlbeck start, stops playing like Barry Bonds before you have a heart attack. Yeah, exactly. Well, I honestly hope he plays good because I want them to be able to ship him out. But Yeah, but no it's, I think it's buy, buy, buy in on a guy who had three good weeks in Florida. Uh, he had two good months at the end of 2021. Thank you very much. Yeah, and look what happened. You held on to him for a full season, and now he's worth a pile uh, of dog shit. Dude, why do you have to attack me like that? <laughs> My team is fucking ass. I know. <laughs> no, we're going to be frisky. We're going to be my, fucking mine's, frisky. Mine's not, and I still hate them. So, I'd rather have a frisky team than the best team in baseball. Any you day. shut the fuck up. Any that, day. That's such a loser mentality. <laughs> that is such a. That is such Dude. a. This is. I'm. That, no. You, but I respect that you're. You're playing the cards you were dealt. So good Dude, for you. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. If Chris Sale is Chris Sale this year and stays healthy, we're frisky. Well, how can he change? Is he can't change names. Well, I mean, he he's stayed healthy before. He doesn't get hurt right, every he's gonna, year. He's going to wake up tomorrow morning. He's going to be Chris Sale, whether he's hurt or not. You're so annoying. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. I think. I think this is a year where Chris Sale is going to come back and not be injured. I think, I think he's going to have a good to, year. I feel like it. it just has I to feel hit. It. It's like the roulette it ball. Has. It has to hit at some point. Thank you. Uh, eventually, he has to stay healthy. If we stay healthy this year, I'm I'm telling you, Tristan Costas is going to win Rookie of the Year. Uh, our our problem is really going to be that we have no one to pitch outside of Chris Sale, um, and our middle infield is Kike Hernandez and Christian Arroyo. Christian Arroyo, who did hit a grand slam today against Phillies, grand salami. Stop filling your water like a weirdo. Just fill it like uh, an old well, I saw I saw that TikTok where it's like if you put the bottle in the cup and then put it at the level of the water, it stops filling the plastic bottle. So I wanted to see if that was true or not. It what? Confirmed. Dude, I don't know. My brain feels what like the fog fuck these fuck days. Did you just say? Okay, so if you take a take a cup of water. Yeah. Pour from a plastic water bottle, start pouring it yeah. in. Once the the cap or the lid of your plastic bottle reaches the water level of the water inside your cup, stops flowing out of the plastic bottle. Dude, you have no idea how much like NyQuil I'm on right now. Like, I'm Jake, on- am I crazy or, or is like is he explaining it right or am I like re- or am I retarded? No, I didn't follow that at all. Oh, okay. I also... 
yeah. But I, 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 <laughs> I had no clue what you're talking about. Anyway, anyway, what I was basically trying to say is the Red Sox are amazing. It's going to happen. We're going to be frisky this year. I'm telling you. Masataka Yoshida, Tristan It remains Casas. to be seen, bro. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. You ever like excited for those years where you have absolutely no expectations and you can just go into it and just be like, you know what? If we suck, we know we suck. Yes, Whatever. that was my entire life before 2015. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. It's like if we suck, whatever. Honestly, that but was my whole we could life. Be, but we could be frisky. It was my whole life up until 2016 because we made the World Series in 15. So I was like, oh, fuck, we better make the World Series again in 16. Got bounced in the wild card round in 16. Sucked in 17, 18, 19, and 20. And then 21, we broke even. Still didn't make the playoffs. We got Lindor. 22, went 101 games. Suck at the end of the year. So, yeah, the, the expectations are pretty fucking high right now. Higher than I've ever had in my life. I love some high expectations. Um, also, I would like to point out that uh, it was first reported by the Talk Off podcast that Patrick Kane was going to become a Ranger. First reported by producer Jake on Talk Off Pod. We're not getting credit anywhere. I don't know why. Also, first reported that Gavin Lux tore his ACL on the Talk Off. Also, also first first reported on the Talk Off Pod. Guys. Get in on the Talk Off Pod action. If you're not following the social media, if you're not listening to the podcast every single week, you will miss out on these beautiful takes like the Boston Red Sox are the best team ever, and you will never know that Patrick Kane was going to be a New York Ranger four days before it happened. You wouldn't have known. You wouldn't have known. And I promise you I don't sound like this every week. I don't sound nasally every week. It's worse. It's worse, actually. It's usually way worse. <laughs> Alright, how about how about we get into some Florida Man Friday and start wrapping up? I'm down. Alright. Anybody want to go first? I can start off. Alright, go for it. So my Florida man is Florida man with Florida tattoo on his forehead, arrested for calling 911, asking for a ride home. So this guy has the state of Florida tattooed in between his eyebrows. Uh, I'll let everyone out there just close your eyes and picture that. So, yep, you got that picture in your mind. I'm sorry for putting it there. So deputies arrested a man with a tattoo of the state of Florida on his forehead after he was accused of misusing the 911 calling system. He called the police department uh, and the operator answered and he claimed it was an emergency. And then after uh, a 12 minute response time, which is pretty bad, actually, um, deputies on scene uh, revealed that it was a non uh, emergency situation. And when they arrived on scene, he asked the deputies to call him a taxi. And at that point, they arrested him for misusing the 911 calling system. I love this segment. Jake, you go next. All right, I'll hop in. Um, I actually got a Florida woman article this week, which is I know, always pretty the rare, best. But um, it's a little long uh, title, so bear with me. Florida woman arrested after physically fighting with family member 
as a result of intentionally buying carton of chocolate milk and leaving it in the fridge, knowing it would cause a conflict because victim has diabetes. <laughs> what um, the fuck? So yeah, basically there's just some 28 year old Florida woman. Uh, she honestly, the picture doesn't do her much justice in that last word. Um, woman and she bought chocolate milk knowing that her uh i don't see how they're related here family member it says um suffers from diabetes and could not consume sweets so i'm getting back at him why would she do that like just a dick move you know what i mean i mean it's like it's like dangling a treat in front of a dog and then pulling it away it's fucked fucked up the guy probably wants to have chocolate milk so bad but he can't I could fuck up a good glass of chocolate milk at almost any time. Really? What's your favorite chocolate milk? It's a good question. Uh, Fair Life, even though all those scandals came out, but they make really good chocolate milk. But actually, no, I'm not going to go Fair Life because of those scandals, actually. Uh, You got canceled. Yeah, Yeah, I don't want to get canceled. We're really famous. We might get canceled. Uh, Stu Leonard's chocolate milk is unreal. That's actually very true. Stu, Stu Leonard's Leonard chocolate does milk. have fire chocolate milk. Customers always right there. I don't even. I don't even know what mine is. I don't even drink chocolate milk like that. The customers like always right, you, so I'm right. Once every five years. You who's gas? You can't get. You can't go. No, no. You who's chocolate water? It is. Yeah, you're right. But it's so good. So good. <laughs> All right. So my Florida Man Friday is Florida Man accused of jumping naked on a neighbor's trampoline before breaking into home. So this guy decided that, I don't know, he was feeling frisky on a Wednesday. Uh, he got very much naked and went over to his neighbor's house, started jumping on the trampoline. Naked. That was probably not a pretty sight. I'm looking at a picture of the guy, and yeah, uh, sorry. And then he went inside, and he tried to rob the house. There was a woman home, and she scared him away. You know what he did? He just went back and started jumping on the trampoline naked again. So the guy was just jumping on the trampoline naked. The woman calls the cops. He was eventually arrested. Thank God. Psych. This actually brings up a a very important question that I've probably always wondered but never thought of until now. When they arrest naked people, do they just arrest them naked? No, I think they have gloves on, but yes. Yeah, but like, okay, I meant like to, (laughs) I meant to like, (laughs) I meant to to like, they give them clothes. You didn't specify who, you didn't specify if both were naked. You just said, no, I just, when, when they arrest people for like public nudity you have to or specify like public if the intoxication and then like they're naked, do they – the officer is clothed okay. in this scenario. Okay, okay. Do they like give them clothes or do they like bring them to jail naked? Uh, I don't know. Should we, we test take... it out this weekend? We could try. No. Oh, okay. Jake, um, do you know? I don't. Oh. I thought because, you know, you get arrested all the time. 
Oh, should we call Should we call JMO? Someone call JMO right now and ask him. I'll do it live on air. Call him, call him and ask him. All right, here we go. Let me let me give me a second. He's got to know. He's a cop. No, he has He's to good, know. Yeah. Tom, thank you for your service too when he picks up. <laughs> hey, don't 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 say anything stupid. I'm I, I'm podcasting, and we actually have a question for you. Oh boy! All right, shoot. So, so a cop right is arresting a guy, and the guy happens. No, no, no to wait, be... wait, Zach, 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 Zach. Tell him that, that the cop is closed. Wait, the cop is closed. The, the oh yes, obviously. Closed. So the cop is closed in this scenario. Don't don't forget. Okay. Is is closed? Yes, he has his clothes on. Well, I would hope so. Why would he not? Uh, okay, so he arrests a guy that's naked. Do they just take him in naked, or do they give him clothes? Um, you put him in the cruiser naked, and then when you get back to the station, I mean... So they ride that whole way with just a butt-ass naked dude in the back? Well, I mean, every cop is different. Um, you know, maybe somebody has extra clothes or a towel or something in the back. You do the best you can with what you have. Um... Before they get booked, yes. If they're naked, usually you call. It's usually either a mental health crisis or some kind of uh, substance abuse. So you call an EMT, and they usually have a blanket or something this like that. Such a professional them. Um, It all really depends. Uh, you do the best that you can with what you got. Uh, they won't be, you know, booked or anything like that. Like naked like you have clothes at the station but okay uh, but you try to clothe them but it's not always like like i mean if you think about it if somebody's you know having like an episode and they're extremely violent it might not be really possible at that time to put full pants on them this is a good um, point but yeah but you uh you definitely try to cover them at least you know basically every cop will have a blanket or something like that and they're right. trying to you have to show on. respect to the person at least Okay, thanks, JMO. You're the you're the best. This is probably going to become a new segment where you we ask you law questions on the podcast. Well, tell him thank you for being our first guest. All right, thank you for being our first guest ever. You're, you that that's you. All right, All right. I appreciate it. See you, buddy. All right, later, boss. Later. All right, so now we just that 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 was learning law answer. with Jack Morris. That if anybody wants to find him, um, he is going to be a beautiful policeman. Mm-hmm. Should we get into some picks after that beautiful segment? Yes. Let's do it. Powered by Riverside. All right, so we got picks for Friday, March 3rd. I'll start us off. We're on a heater, boys. Two in a row, both women's college basketball, so there's no question where we're going for today's pick on Friday, March 3rd. It's women's college basketball. The Big Ten tournament quarterfinal, huge rivalry game, Michigan at Ohio State. I've got Ohio State money line in this game. I love Ohio State and Michigan and women's college basketball and winning picks. I'm going to win this pick. 
I'm the greatest women's college basketball picker of all time. Ohio State over Michigan tomorrow, 3 p.m. I am going college hoops, and I am going with Tulane minus 11 over East Carolina tomorrow. Tulane uh, is on a little bit of a heater right now. And, oh, I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong team for that. Tulane is not on a heater right now. I am (laughs) not taking Tulane. I am switching my pick to Chicago Bulls. Plus five and a half. They're home hosting the Phoenix Suns, and they are underdogs. So I am taking uh, a home team who is not favored. I think that's a, a good bet in my mind. Uh, that's you know what that is. Great value. That's great fucking value. And I'm on a heater right now on the show. I won my Knicks bet while I was in DC. That was electric. I won my Villanova bet last Tuesday. So I'm feeling good right now. All right, Jake, give us a good hockey bet. I like it. I like it. I mean, it's probably pretty obvious to fans. They probably know what I'm going to pick. Um, I would have picked the Rangers tonight. They're playing the Senators uh, as we're recording this Thursday night. Um, we're probably going to womp them like 18 nothing. So I'm going to go against yeah. the Bruins with a real challenge Saturday night. Ooh, Rangers, ooh. Bruins. We're going to be plus money for sure. There's no way we're not. Um but the Rangers, Panarin, Kane, they're going to get it done. Is that game in New York or is that in Boston? Uh, that game is in Boston, I believe. Ooh, yes, that's going to be rowdy as shit. I want to watch that game tomorrow. It's going to be a great game. I'm going to dust off the Henrik Lundqvist jersey for that one. Goat. Is he the goat? He's just the most loved player, I think, in no, um, probably New York. Uh, the goat is Johan Santana. Is it? That's the goat. <laughs> That's Johan Santana. Remember when he threw that no no hitter? Uh, Ike Davis. No, you know who's the goat? Dice K. Matsuzaka. He is shut the up. Goat, shut up. Dude. Shut up. Okay, we're done. Roulette. Let's get you know, to the life. greatest the greatest segment of all time where we always By the way, oh, I, I had a bathroom break in Tune the, the podcast. Yeah, we saw. They're watching the YouTube, they'll see too. Tune into the YouTube, we got live roulette again. We're not in this one, so we also don't have a random number actually, you know, I just realized. So someone Zach, give me a number. Uh seventeen. I had a feeling he was gonna today. say that. Zach, I'm not even lying. I had a feeling you were going to say that. Maybe this is destiny. That could be destiny. Or maybe it's just because like seven is like the first number everyone always thinks of. <laughs> I'm feeling it. I don't know about you guys. Jake's feeling. If Jake's feeling it, that means we're going to get it. So, I think I picked a good number. Seventeen feels is good. State it feels legal lucky. in Colorado. No, yes. no, no, definitely not. <laughs> oh, nineteen. Oh, nineteen. But at least we did, it wasn't the number next to what we did, so I don't feel cheated. Yeah, I mean it was we just lost. That's just two that's away okay. From the number. Yeah, I'm okay with that loss. Damn. All right. Well. All right. Well, better luck enough. Better luck than fucking next time, right, boys? I mean, I guess. Yep, we'll get them. And there will be a next time because we will be back on Tuesday. 
Thanks, everybody, for hanging out today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. We'll see you on Tuesday. Follow us on social media, please. That's TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all of the above. Please follow us. I'm going to go recover and drink some nice warm tea right now. Drink some warm tea, Chris. Go ahead. And also, don't forget, we are one day closer to opening day. See you guys. Love you guys.